Hello and welcome back to the Woman to Woman podcast, episode seven. Can you believe it? Um, I really hope that you've enjoyed the series so far. And if you have listened to all of the previous episodes, I would love to know which one kind of stood out for you. Maybe there was one that you connected with and you just really, really enjoyed listening. Um, if there is one that stands out, do let me know what that is. I'm just kind of nosy. So you can email me woman to woman podcast at gmail.com um, or you can send me a message on the socials if you'd rather. Uh, my handle is at Hope Ellen. There we go. Um, Today's episode is really interesting and educational and important. We've heard many discussions been had in this country about immigration, um, from talking about EU to talking about Brexit, which kind of relates, talking about um, refugees and everything else. And I'm not speaking as an immigrant, so I could be wrong here, but I would imagine that it doesn't feel great to be an immigrant in this country right now. It doesn't feel very welcoming to be an immigrant in this country right now. Um, And this episode is really interesting because I speak to my old boss, Agnes. Now, Agnes is not just my old boss. We became really, really close friends and we continue to be close. And she is so supportive and wholesome and she's a ball of energy. And I just really, really value her as a friend. And... um, In this episode, she speaks about how it was to move from Romania to England, how that transition was, how she done it, why she done it. She also speaks about how it felt when the British people voted for Brexit when she was here. And she also speaks about the relationship between Hungary and Romania, something that I didn't know about. So it was really educational in that sense. So I really hope you enjoy this episode. I think it's really, really important. One thing I will quickly say is that the quality of this in terms of the uh, the old technology audio is not great. It's a little bit flawed, a little bit echoey, but I really would recommend that you try and see past that because the content is there and the content is grand. Um, You're listening to the Woman to Woman podcast and this is Agnes's story. Are you comfy? Are you sitting comfortably? Um, I think so. I don't know. (laughs) Are you nervous? You seem a bit nervous. Yes, I am. Actually, I thought that it's going to be the same thing what we did last time on radio. Just just like a few minutes of phone call and then that's it. I didn't knew that actually it's going to be a Zoom meeting. I said, I'm very professional. <laughs> nice. Okay. My my head is really, really like a ball round, you know. Never mind. Okay. You're beautiful, darling. So we start off each episode by speaking about how we first met. So do you remember when you first met me? Oh, um, no. (laughs) Oh my God, Uh, heartbroken. um, No, I'm being really honest now. Okay. Because I was on holiday and when I came back to work, there were like a few extra new people working already without my knowledge anyways. No. I remember when I first met you 
and you scared me. So for the listeners, Agnes was my boss at the bat and ball in Stratford when I was waitressing. <laughs> and she'd been on holiday, as she mentioned, and I'd started and I was getting all trained and I was all confident and blah, blah, blah. And then she came in and I was once trying to give someone a glass of water with lemon, but I used the wrong thing. And you had a go at me for using the wrong thing. And you said, are you stupid? I was very scared. Oh, yes. I, I, did I ask you if you were stupid? You were, you were very strict to begin with. And then you realised that you loved me. And then you stopped being so strict. <laughs> because you're a lovely little bird. Lovely little bird? A little bird. Bird, like caca, caca. (laughs) Well, I've got you on the podcast today because you're not from the UK and I want to speak about what it was like emigrating or immigrating to to the UK from from your country. So let's start way back at your childhood. So where were you born? Um, Well, I was born in Romania. Mm -hmm. Um, But... I mean, to, to be honest, I, I born an, as an immigrant already in my own country. Um, apparently, well, th- this is still a big issue between Romania and Hungary, but apparently um, Romania at the end of war, World War I took over um, Transylvania from Hungary. Right. Uh, there, there were a lot of Hungarian communities um, stocked basically in Romania. So I'm like half Hungarian and half Romanian, but born and raised in Romania. Who is, is the Hungarian part of your nationality? Is it your dad or your mum? No, it's, it's both of them. So both they, them. they, well, yeah, because it's Transylvania. So that, that, that part of Romania, it was part of Hungary a long time ago. So basically both of them, they were Hungarians. But then uh, when Romania took over Hungary, uh, well, that part of Hungary, then everybody was stuck. The Hungarian communities, they, they've been stuck in Romania, even if they were Hungarian. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, it's, I mean, if you are Googling it as well, it's quite difficult to understand because Romanian, they are saying that it's not true. It was Hung- it, it was Romania who owned the land first. So, yeah, it's, it's just a big mess. So the reason that you are Hungarian-Romanian is not because you've got split nationality from your parents, it's because you were Hungarian, but because Romania took over that part of Hungary, yeah. <laughs> that's why. Yeah, okay, That makes sense. Yeah. yeah. I'm good, I'm good. Um, so how was it growing up? What did it look like for you? Um, a fan. How so? Um, well, obviously, I was playing outside and not staying inside, uh, watching Netflix or Disney Channel or something like that. Um, it was fun. Um, we spoken Hungarian between us. Even my neighbours, like, like more or less, like half more than more than half of my city. Well, actually, is a village more or less than a city. Um, they they spoke Hungarian. And there was less Romanian uh, people in the city. So, and also it was a really small one. So I knew everybody, everybody knew me as well. So yeah, it was fun. I really enjoyed it. Were most people in the same situation as you, where they were Hungarian, Romanian? Yeah. There wasn't very, very many just Romanian. Um, well, they were, but 
Yeah, it was, let's say it was like half and a half. Look, what does Romania look like in terms of the buildings and the structures, in terms of like colouring of things? Is it very similar to here? Uh, yeah, yeah. It's not a big difference, to be honest. Yeah. And you said about being a kid, playing out and things, so it's a really safe place that you were living? Uh, yes. Yeah, it's actually really safe. Um, obviously, bad things happen everywhere, but... Um, I mean, I was I I wasn't allowed to go way too far from um, my house, mm-hmm. so from my my family's house. Um, I had to stay near, and um, also by eight p.m. I needed to be back home, um, and then also obviously uh, during weekdays after school I had to do my homework first, and then I was allowed to go out or to go to see my friend. Um, and I stayed over to my friend like several hours just in the garden playing, having fun. Or we were, we went out and then we, we, we were playing football even. Um, but then I was allowed more or less maybe like two hours to be outside. Um, yeah. I can't say that it was really, really strict. But uh, I think it was anyway good because like... Time to time, I was like really jealous when when I, when I was like 14, 15 years old. Obviously, all the girls they, they were outside with, with boys and then chatting, and I heard them and I had to be inside because it was too late for me already. So yeah. <laughs> you had older yeah. sisters as well. So did you see them going out with like older people and staying out later? Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. I remember begging my sisters to to bring me to the club as well. <laughs> Yeah, I remember, and then every single time, obviously, when they said no, I was like screaming and crying that no one oh, loves me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Correct me if I'm wrong here, but isn't there part of you that's like Gypsy Romanian? Uh, yeah, my uh, father's whatever sides. Tell us about Somewhere. that. What does that mean in terms of how does that impact your culture? It doesn't. <laughs> no, nothing. I mean, it's um. Well, you know, when you are not actually living in your own country, like Hungary, you don't have really the same culture, and then also because um, we weren't really like Romanian Romanians as well. We wasn't in that culture neither, and then the 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 gypsy culture. I think. I don't even know what is gypsy culture. Obviously, like um, wearing those dresses and then that's it. Why now? Uh, <laughs> it, it wasn't really part of my life. So we had our own culture, like the Transylvanian Hungarian people. Right, okay. Living in Romania. Because <laughs> like for, for gypsies, like from, from my perspective, gypsies and travellers are very similar, if not the same. And they're gypsies. No, they like, they live in live in like accommodation that's always changing, and they're moving around different places. Is it different to that in Romania? Romanian gypsies? Do they just stay poor? Uh, um, yeah, this. Yeah, I mean, maybe like very like in big towns in Romania, maybe they do the same or something. But um, in my town or in my communities region it, it wasn't something like that so everybody stayed in Putin so it wasn't like moving around or something like that 
talk to us about school and I mean like high school or secondary school because I'm imagining it would be very different to my experience what did it look like how was it how were your lessons kind of structured if you can remember that far ago not that you're old but you know (laughs) thank you (laughs) um well school was uh actually interesting because um in 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 once in in school basically we had like Romanian classes. Um, in those classes classes they were only Romanian um, people, so that, that all the classes they were on Romanian. Um, and then we had like three or four classes for Hungarians, but we were all in one school and then mixed up on floors. Why were so, we separate? Was it the language? Well, uh, not really. I mean, you had the possibility to to sign up for the Romanian class or you had the possibility to send your children um, in the Hungarian one. So, yeah. And what was the difference between the Hungarian classes and the Romanian classes? Uh, Well, the language. Oh, that was the only thing? Yeah. Were you ever kind of... It sounds like they were very segregated and separate. Yeah. Did you ever feel like you weren't as worthy as the Romanian kids because you were Hungarian-Romanian? Did you ever feel like you were left out or it was unfair? Um, no, really. I mean, I had my own a friendship group with both, both of the communities, to be honest. Um, no, no, really. <laughs> do you no. think they should have kept it separate or do you think they should have just combined everyone? I combined everyone, obviously. I mean, now, for for example, um, like I think it was like six, six or seven years ago, but um, in in my town they opened um, a whole school just for Hungarian people, just just Hungarian children. So, and I was so shocked. I was like, no way. I mean, it's not that I'm blaming them, but I mean, they they do- doesn't feel that they need to speak Romanian language at all so they think okay I'm Hungarian man so please leave me alone I speak my own language and and then also like um, Hungarian communities they they were asking the government um, to um, how are you saying (laughs) Uh, to recognize the, the language and 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 for me I think from my point of view it's it's ridiculous Okay, you're Hungarian, but you 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 live in that country. You have to speak Romanian too. So yeah, like for example, I do have a cousin. If 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 I'm going to ask him on Romanian, like what's your name or how old are you, he's gonna just huh? <laughs> oh yeah. It's interesting because I thought for some reason I thought okay so the Romanian population would be the ones who are trying to keep things separate. And the Romanian ones would be the ones who are saying like, or treating the Hungarian population differently. But actually what you said there is actually a lot of the Hungarian people reject Romanian ideals, whether that's language or, or culture, I suppose. Um, well, that's my point of view, to be honest. Yes. So now you're, you're not in uh, Romania anymore. You are in London. Mm. Why did you move? Uh, my sister, she she was here, um, 
and I, I fin finished my school and I needed some extra money. So I thought that, oh, well, I'm going to come here. I'm going to stay like a couple of months and then I'm going to go back home. Um, and that was it. I came, I stayed like four months and then I went back home. But the issue that from a small town to come in a big city and then to see the life or it, it, it just made me crazy. So obviously after like staying home, um, like two or three months, I've decided that I'm going to come back. The four months when you first came over here, what were you doing for work? Um, I was waitressing in an um, English breakfast shop owned by Turkish people, which is so interesting. I mean, you are English. Why, why actually all the English coffee shops are owned by uh, Turkish people? I don't know. <laughs> don't ask me. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, okay, so when you moved here, could you speak English then? Hmm. I, I thought that I'm going to be fine. I was like, it's okay. I mean, obviously, I'm not going to be needed to speak a lot or something, but I'm going to be fine. I will understand. I can speak English. And then um, someone went, yeah, on my first day at work, um, somebody came to me and he was like, can I have a cup of tea? <laughs> Say that again. Can I have a cup of tea? <laughs> I was like so shocked. I'm like, okay, yeah, sure. <laughs> what, did, what did you give him? <laughs> well, a cup of tea. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm not doing fun of your accent. No, but it, it was it was interesting, you know. And then since then, I met with so many accents all around that is it's amazing. <laughs> And why London? So at the beginning, and basically, I was struggling to to understand the accent, but not not the language itself. Let's say, yeah. 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 So if someone was from <laughs> Liverpool, for example, you would struggle with the accent. Um. No. No. Oh well. Not really. Like. Um. Well, I'm speaking more or less about immigrants as well. Like, for example. Um, uh, Pakistanian people I, I I still I am actually still struggling to understand them sometimes okay or or like Scottish people oh my goodness yes I'm still struggling even with them but like with Liverpool no really yeah okay it depends it depends <laughs> could you speak Turkish no so how did you communicate with the restaurant owners English they spoke English. Yeah. Very interesting. Um, so I asked you there, but I think it was lost in the conversation. Why London? I know your sister was here, but did you ever consider anywhere else in the UK? No, I, I, I was actually, well, in my, I imagined my whole life back home in my country. I wasn't even thinking to leave my country or something like that. But then, as I said, to get some extra income for myself, um just for that summer or something like that. I was just thinking that oh, whatever, I'm just gonna be here. And then I really enjoyed it being in a big city. So yeah. What, did you, what did you enjoy about it? What the life. I mean, back in my hometown, if you go out at 
whatever, even at evening time, if you want to go to grab a drink, um, you're going to be lucky to see more or less like 10 people. Yeah. Busyness. And it's a town, apparently. It's not, no, sorry, it's a city, actually. It's not a town, but yeah. So the job prospects in that city, town? What did you say? Yeah. Town, city? Well, it's a city, but from, yeah, okay. it's, a, it's a city. So the job prospects in your city where you're from, there wasn't very many jobs and you finished school and you thought, oh, I'll, I'll go to the UK um, to earn some money. Is that for the whole of Romania or is that just that city that you were living in? How are like the kind of job opportunities there? Uh, well, it's bad in, in the, everywhere in Romania, to be honest. Um, also, uh, the minimum wage is very, very bad. So, for example, my sister, she used to work as a nurse and then um, her income, it was like £200 for a whole month. So, yeah. <laughs> wow, that, that is not a lot of money, is it? No, no. Yeah. So the decision process for you then, did you, I know you made it be mind yourself after coming to the city and, and loving the city life. But when you went back to Romania, did you speak to your family and your friends about this big move? And did they have any opinions on that? Yeah, uh, with my father, um, he suggested to try to find a work back home. Um, well, I mean, I can't say that I tried, but I can't say that I didn't really try it neither because I bought like newspapers and I and I was like searching for job opportunities um and then at that time I finished uh my school my I got my degree as well and I was thinking that maybe I can just go to to work as a paralegal for example for for a quite short time yeah. like for three I think it was three years at that time. And then after three years, I was able to, to become um, so, something higher in my position anyways. But um, I had to move in a bigger city from my city, which it wasn't too far. It was like um, like less than an hour drive. But it was still something what I wasn't able to afford because even if I'm going to get paid, paid let's say with 200 pounds um i still need to pay my rent which is high it was around 120 euros uh plus i need to get my food um my cigarettes because i i'm, I'm i was smoking <laughs> uh plus travel expenses and, and so it, it was just something where i wasn't able to afford um and yes, and then in my town, in my city, I I, I said straight away that I don't want to leave there. It's not for me. So it's interesting that even though the minimum wage is really low, the house prices or cost of living is still high. Oh, yeah, yeah. How does anyone afford to live there? Uh, well, they aren't really living. <laughs> I guess that's why uh, UK has so many Romanians <laughs> and all the country or even Germany, Germania or Italy. So, yeah. What was um, oh, the city that you were born in and raised in? What's that city called and what's the city that you moved to called? Um, my hometown is um, called Margita, like the pizza margarita. <laughs> like it? 
um, and I moved in Oradea. Your sister was already here. Um, and then now all of your family live here, don't they? Yeah. <laughs> Do you think you will have you would have stayed or you would have wanted to stay if your family was still back in Romania? Well, I was the second one arriving in England after my sister. Mm-hmm. So we can say that it was us who really started this thing. And then my other brother-in-law came and then my sister and then my mom, mother and then with my nephew and then my father. So, um, but to be honest, I love London. I I, I love London. I, I'm enjoying some, sometimes, only sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> um, but the weather is just killing me. I don't like cold weather. I, I don't like the rain. Um, yeah, I like sunshine. Sometimes I'm just wondering why not Spain or Italy, something nice, something hot with seaside. What's the weather like in Romania? Oh, it's nice. Well, uh, winter is winter, like a proper winter. I just spoke with my father. He's back home in Romania. It's like minus 20 degrees. Yeah, it's like a proper winter. I'm thinking, oh, it must be like minus two. Minus 20 <laughs> Wait one sec. I think she's checking the weather. Uh, no. What are you doing? I'm just showing you my street. Oh, okay. Well, you're gonna have to describe it because people who are listening can't see. Okay. Right. So for the listeners, it's very snowy in Romania at the moment. There are yeah. a couple of fences. <laughs> so there's not a lot of houses there um well no really there is one the white one and then the the i don't even know what color is this the orangey one is um ours so your well, like, father like, like, still has the house that you were raised in even though he lives in the uk yeah is he renting that one out then no oh it just sits there yeah. <laughs> Why? Also, my my other sister's house as well. Why? Is uh, that? Because in our town, city, let's go with city. Uh, in our city, you can't really rent. I mean, that's my opinion. Maybe you can actually rent, but um, because it's such a small town, and then everybody they, they have some somewhere to live, anyways. What about sellers? Well, they they thought about it, but I don't know. It's just, you know, sometimes when you keep planning to do something, but you are actually not going to do that. I get that. No, I'm actually happy happy that they they aren't selling because you never know. I mean, Mm -hmm. maybe one day they want to move back home and then it's it's better not to do um, house hunting now. Oh, yeah. Why did your parents move to the UK? Because um, it seemed like when you were saying your dad was trying to say to you, I'll stay here and get some job, get some work here. It didn't sound at that point that he was keen to come over. So why did they come? Yeah, he, he, they are still not keen. But um, well, my, my sisters, uh, they both of them, they have 
children and uh, my mother and my father they are bringing them to school picking them up so that's the only reason that, that they is very are. lucky for your sisters that your parents were up for moving to be help them with the yeah. child care yeah that's a that's very good um do you remember the day that you arrived here in the UK knowing that this was going to be your home for the foreseeable do you remember that day Yes, I was taking the bus from Luton. And on my way, I think... I think the stop it was in King's Cross. Okay. I'm not too sure. No, it wasn't in King's Cross. It was some, some, somewhere in Central. Anyways, um, I didn't like this. I was like, so many factories. <laughs> I, I don't know, maybe I was actually, it wasn't maybe a factory, but for me, it looked like a factory. So many factories, so many factories, so many buildings. Yeah. How old were you at this point? Um, 23. Okay. 23, yeah. Were you scared? Between... No. Just excited? Yes. <laughs> okay. And you could speak English. We spoke about that already. Um. So when you well, arrive, well, on, you can speak it, but you can understand the accents. Yes. So I was like, bleh, 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 bleh. A cup of coffee, cup of tea. What did you think of my accent when you met me? It was nice, but then slowly, slowly you changed it. You became more English. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. Oh. Yeah. I became what? Posh? Yes. Really? Yeah. Oh, so you don't like my voice anymore? I do. <laughs> right answer. Um, the main differences that you think are between here and Romania. I know obviously we spoke about um, the kind of job opportunities and the money and stuff like that. But what about other factors like things, food, for example, or the people or what people are like? Are they friendlier here? Or are they less friendly? Um. People, um, they they are quite the same. Okay. Um, it's not such a big difference between people. I I think anyway, like bad or good people, you can find in any country. Um, food advice, it's quite the same. Okay. I mean, obviously we um like traditional food as well. Um, in my country, we have like um, sarmale. It's like um, some, some minced me me meat uh, with some rice, some spices and rolled up in cabbage, sour cabbage. And then after afterwards, you need to uh, boil it. It's really nice. And, and uh, you can top it up with sour cream. It's lovely. Um, I don't know why, but I imagine Romanian food to be greasy. I don't know why I imagine. Is it? Mm, well, maybe. <laughs> is it is it cooked? Maybe it's cooked in different oil. What oil do you use when you're cooking traditional Romanian dishes? Uh, well, it's the same. It's um, sunflower or vegetable oil. Oh. Um. Well, I don't think there is a big difference. Fashion? I think I, I I do think that in back in my my country we eat more 
uh, meat, okay. and you can barely see vegetarians. <laughs> Vegans, do they exist in Romania? Well, yes, because they doesn't have a job, so they have no money to spend on food, so they <laughs> became vegans. <laughs> um, I just imagine someone eating grass on the floor. Oh, well, yeah. I don't know. I mean, I haven't really met, like, vegan people. Maybe they, they, they exist. Um, yeah. Um, what about clothing? Is there a big difference, do you know, it's about English clothes compared to Romanian clothes? Not at all. No. no. Hmm. Um, what do you like about the UK? Well, <laughs> uh, what? Well, this is a tricky question. I don't know. I mean, you can say nothing. Well, nothing then. <laughs> I mean, you know, sometimes I do have this feeling that I'm just being stuck in here and I, ca- I cannot move. Um, and then because now I'm aging as well, I, I have like thoughts about getting a mortgage, getting a house. But because now we are in Brexit as well, I, I was just keep thinking that, oh, my God, if I'm going back home to apply for mortgage, for example, maybe they won't even recognize my payslips or my work contract because we are not being in EU. So I'm not really enjoying at the minute UK. I don't know why. Maybe because it's um, pandemic as well. So I'm just inside and struggling. Um, Yeah, but before that, I used to enjoy it. I used to enjoy life, like going out, meeting people. Um, Yeah. How did it make you feel when the English people, British people, voted for us to leave the EU? Um, I wasn't really paying attention on this one. I was just thinking that, okay, it's just something temporary anyway. It's going to go away. Um, And then slowly, slowly, I was realizing that, oh, crap. Motherfuckers, I mean, come on, we work here. <laughs> um, but nothing really. And then also, I think I wasn't really afraid of this or thinking anything regards because I was already in England like for five or six years. Um, so I was like, anyways, not this has nothing to do with me personally. Um, yeah if you in the future want to have children you you might not you might um would you want to raise them here or in Morania well um I think it's much more easier to raise the children back home in my country in Romania but in England you have way too many opportunities for example um so that's gonna be a question what me and my husband needs to figure out um why do you think it would be easier to raise children in romania the time doesn't fly so fast back home i don't know how come like when me and my husband we went home uh lost not in uh 2019 uh for like two or three weeks 
everybody was so relaxed after work and then they still had time to to come and see us and then, or to go out for a drink or something but then here in england oh my god i mean me after work I've, well i'm lucky if i have enough power or um, mood to to do something to eat and then after food to straight away sleep um or like if if it's my off day and then my friend is calling me out like let's go out it's your off day I'm like, no. <laughs> no way no. i will say though on that as someone who's not from london that's not a england thing or uk thing that's a london thing when you're not living in London, time is more relaxed and it's more chilled and that running round and having no energy or mood is just a London thing. It looks like. Promise yeah, promise yeah, it is. <laughs> so it's not only me. <laughs> it's not only you, but it is London. Um, I've only got a few more questions for you and one of them is about how people have received you as someone who's immigrated and, and moved to the UK. Have you ever had someone mention any comments or look at you differently or be abusive or anything at all? Have you ever felt kind of scared or nervous because you, to some, are seen as an outsider? Um, no, I think I was quite lucky with this one. Um, I did hear like stories when uh, Brexit started that's uh, on, on the bus, like English people, they were like, fighting with other um, communities that go back um, in your country. But nothing like that. I think the only only bad thing what actually has ha- happened with me, like, like literally no one around me was correcting me, like, oh, that's not how you say it. It's like this, how you say it. That's maybe because I'm, like, quite strong-minded, so how you say like I'm quite strict as well but I do allow people for example to correct me so please do so um but yeah not really um have you got a lot of Romanian friends here no 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 uh well let me think no <laughs> I mean if, if the I, kitchen staff from bat and ball listening they're not going to like this because you just said you're not friends with them <laughs> yeah well kitchen well apart from that <laughs> no I might have maybe like two but one of them uh moved in um Italy okay um and then the other one moved back home and then from work yes a couple of them like seven but I can't. I, I I cannot really say that we are friends, friends, friends because we don't speak like every day or once a week, or we are, are not going out for drinks or something like that. But yeah, we are close. Since you <laughs> lived here, do you feel like you're losing your own kind of accent and your? Do you forget words and things from yes, your actual language? It, yes, it's ridiculous. Sometimes um. I'm mixing up all the three languages. So <laughs> really, I, I I went to the kitchen. Um, that was at the very beginning when when um, I started to work and uh, and I, I was requesting the food for table uh, for forty three, so uh, forty, and then three, 
it's uh, uh, Romanian <laughs> for three, so 43. Um, also, yeah, it's, well, it, it, it was quite funny sometimes. Um, we all laugh on these things, yeah, but not, nothing, nothing serious. <laughs> um, why do you think being here is good for you? I don't think that. I, 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 no, I, I don't think so. It's good for me. I mean, it's good because uh, my family is here, but like, I don't have time to myself to... Well, okay, not now, because, okay, now we are in lockdown, but, like, in general speaking, I don't have time myself, like, to do whatever, because, like, if I have two days off in one day... I'm always going to see my family. So I'm literally losing the whole day. Um, on my second day off, then I need to cook, I need to clean, I need to wash my uh, clothes, um, a lot of things. So, yeah. Uh, mentally as well, I don't think so. <laughs> so okay. um, but I get used to it. So, yeah. Well, Agnes, thank you so much for coming on to speak to That's me. It? Is that's it? Is there anything else you want to say? No, no. <laughs> was it as scary oh, as you thought it would be? That was really quick. Yeah, there you go. I'm sure you could tell at the end there. Agnes was actually really disappointed that that was the end of it. She wanted more, more questions. I think. Um, thank you, Agnes, so much for coming on. That was a really fascinating. Um, fasc- I can't say that word properly fascinating yeah episode um, to learn about what it's like to move to a different country I mean I've got so many friends since moving to London who have been courageous and have left all they've known in their home country not been able to speak English and just came here and have just made a life for their own pur- for their own reasons or for their children's reasons and I think it's just so brave and bold and I have so much respect for people who make those decisions um I don't think I'd ever have the courage to do that so I think it's it's fantastic Agnes thank you again I can't thank you enough um I love that you came on and it was a great conversation and for you listening at home I'm sending you love too thank you so much for your support um I will see you again here next week where I'll be joined by another incredible woman (laughs) 